Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled, it's your favourite fact podcast. Dead simple, uh, we're going to give you facts, you decide whether they are incredible, whether worth telling people, or if they deserve to be chucked in the bin of nonsense. My name is Dan, thank you for being there. Mark is also here. Hello. Connor is here too. How are we doing? And it, it, it's a month of guests. It's a guest fest. Uh, this week we're joined by Sonny J from the Capital Breakfast Show, Juan Dancing on Ice, uh, and he's debased himself to come on our podcast. How are you, Sonny? I have. Thank you for having me. I'm good. I'm all right. I'm excited. Well, I have. I know that you actually have heard this show. I listened to the show before I came and did it. Yeah, I thought I'd do a little bit of research. Well, which is good. Luckily, it yeah. wasn't uh, Connor Explains. No. Yeah. It's also quite impressive that you listened to it and still came. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair play. Cheers for that. We're all going to share two facts and we'll just decide whether they are incredible or whether they're nonsense, if that's okay. Okay. Dead easy. If you want to get in touch, by the way, it's info at baffledpod.com. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We are at baffledpod on both of there. And with TikTok, keep your eyes on that because we've got guests on. Just some it fun. Connor, take it away. What's your first fact of the show? So I thought, you know, Sonny, your radio. We do a bit of radio, me and Dan, Mark as well. So I thought, well, radio fact. Mm-hmm. So this blew my mind. In the 1980s, so we're going back a bit, People were able to download video games from a radio broadcast. You could actually download the video game from the radio broadcast. So it's to do with the noise that was coming out of the radio. You could download it onto a cassette. You could put that into your computer and it would bring up a game due to what that has been downloaded onto that cassette. And here I am paying £65 for FIFA. Like, seriously. <laughs> That's quite advanced technology. Well, that's what I'm saying. We haven't even got that now. But now look at us. Say, what, why has that not become a standard thing? Well, because obviously I imagine that the graphics in the 1980s on the game yeah, I can't imagine, yeah. is not really what FIFA 22 is producing. But why are we what, not introducing that a little bit now? He's got something to say, look. Look, I know it's, it's early doors, Sonny, and I'm sorry to bring this up straight sorry, away. Um, I'm calling bull****. I'm just, it's not, it's not. What? Really? Yes, you so can't, the- <laughs> no. You're not, you're not downloading a game because of a song that's playing over the radio. Okay, well, there's a sentence here that's very... Um, technological sure there's the word but maybe this might make more sense for you (laughs) the audio that was transmitted would have sounded reminiscent of a dial-up modem modem yeah so on the original days of the internet of of all the songs you've ever sung on this podcast i think that's the best that's the most accurate the dial-up tone we have to give prs for that yeah (laughs) the dial-up tone so back in the day before we had wi-fi maybe when you'd have to wait six o'clock to go on the internet to get cheap calls that would be the modem dial-up tone. So how is that helping you download a song from the internet? What's the cassette doing? Because if you, you can record the sound that was coming out the radio, so they would play the sound, you could record it, then it would go onto a cassette and then dial through as and a And then game. you'd put the, cons- the cassette into your... Absolutely. Makes sense. So it's not like into you're listening to Sunny on Capital Breakfast and then you're going, oh, I'm just going to record that, and then, oh, bonus, got the new FIFA at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that would be better. Well, I mean, <laughs> that would be, there you go, that, that's what you got to do. you got to take that back to global yeah. now and be yeah. like, guys, I've got a great it's idea. A great yeah, idea. Yeah. I'm just going to put my mic up and say, uh, download FIFA 22. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. yeah, there we go. We're sorted, aren't we? What got are you it. putting the cassette into? What do you, well, like how is, how mate, am I playing the, it from the cassette? I'm going to be honest with you. This is the 1980s. Yeah, I understand. So, Which is only like just over 30 years ago, by the way. It's not the Stone Age. So, yeah, so it sounds like it could be 40 done. years ago. Yeah. I said just over 30. Yeah, I guess. Do you think this is... I d- I'm just wondering why this seems so much more advanced to what we actually have now. Like, I would genuinely like... Well, apparently in, in America, they actually have a silent tone on the radio that they're able to track who's listening from what? a phone. 
Yeah, so you know, like, obviously you guys work in radio, you know, yeah. like Ray Giles and all that sort of stuff. Their equivalent out there is they play a silent sound through the radio and they can actually track on mobile devices who's listening. What? Yeah, so th- that's that's like as advanced as it, it gets for me. But when it comes to actually listening to a radio and being able to download a game on it... I just don't understand how they're... Like, I, I'm, li- I'm listening to this dial-up tone sound on the radio. I've recorded it on my cassette, which they never wanted people to do, by the way... They were very anti-people recording stuff yeah. off the radio, so there's no way they'd be encouraging this. Uh, but then what <laughs> am I doing it with it? How am I playing it on my telly? What am I playing it with? Well, you're playing it on the computer. Yeah, but you can't put a cassette into a computer. Well, no, but... <laughs> <laughs> but in the 1980s, it would dial through onto a cassette. You could put it onto something, which would then go onto something else. But what are these things that are going onto? That's the point. See, now you're asking me questions I've right, no okay, answers yeah. to. You're going to... Say, in fairness, you are asking for a level of research here, which we know Connor cannot supply. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Is it just me? What? Uh, am I the only one that's, that's well, not having this? From a qualified source. Hmm. I say we need proof. Right. Is there anything right, on YouTube? Okay. Right, what, one sec. So, uh, you can't come on this podcast and ask for proof, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately okay. you're asking for more than we've ever given. Okay. This is the proof. Oh, which reminds me, by the way, <laughs> Go on. Uh, I've got some Sonny facts. Well, there's only a couple there, so I'm a bit worried. That's okay. Yeah, I feel like producer Adam rushed these ones. That's on. all right. So Hold on, hold on, hold on. The whole kind of concept of this was called Hobby Scoop. Okay, thanks, mate. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 you should have come in with that. You should have been earlier. Oh, that was the name of I'm what in this now. was. Well, that's good, actually, because I can yeah. look that up later on. Okay. When I'm in bed with nothing else to do. Brilliant. Uh, hobby scoop. Yep, hobby scoop. Make a note. Prove me wrong next episode. Cheers. Sunny, here's some sunny facts. Tell us if these are incredible or if these are nonsense. Your lucky number is 13 and you won the 13th series of Dancing on Ice. It's correct, yeah. Was it your lucky number before you won the 13th series? It was, yeah, yeah. When you started the 13th series, did you think... I've got a chance because my lucky number's 13. I did genuinely always go on there going, oh, this is the 13th series. You never know. Like, I've got a tattoo of 13. It's like, that. It, that is my Did you thing. turn down series 9, 10, 11 and 12 going, I'm only going on the 13th <laughs> series? I, do you know what? I wish I got offered 9, 10, 11, 12, but I didn't know. I took, I took the chance. Is it a bit willfully alternative for it to be your favourite, like your lucky number 13? Like, why is that? Like, everyone else is, oh, it's unlucky. You're like, um, well, it's going to be my favourite. I think when I was younger, that was the thing that I loved about it. Everyone was like, oh, number seven, because obviously Beckham or whatever. Um, and then everyone sort of has these same lucky numbers where I guess I wanted to be cool and quirky. Um, and 13 just stood out to me. And then things started happening on the 13th or, you know, whatever. And I started thinking, oh, maybe this is the number for me. Host Jane Torville at the start of Dancing on Ice said you had no talent. Did she really? According to the sheet of A4, yes. And where's that come from? Yeah, where's your source? Not the same as this. Hobbyscoop.com. Well, if she did, how did that make you feel? Well, 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 this is the thing about, sorry, about um, being on a talent show. You're getting judged all the time. Like, when you're doing it next week, are you feeling, oh, I've got to prove these guys wrong? Absolutely, yeah. You're, well, you're constantly going out and just thinking, well, let's just get it right first because obviously you work so hard in training, you're, you know, it's non-stop. And then you go out there and something always goes wrong. Um, but to go out there, something go wrong, someone has to critique you on it and you're a bit like, oh, like, come on. Like, Were you a good ice skater before? Mate, genuinely, my only ice skating experience that I ever did was like Christmas time. Do you know when you're like yeah, pint yeah, in yeah. hand, penguin? You see, right, this, 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 this is my point as well. And I wanted to ask you this because... With the dancing on ice thing, I remember Perry Kylie done it, didn't yeah. he? From yeah. Unbelievable, obviously. He's an incredible dancer. And then he just sort of connected with the ice. I think the reason you won is you probably were shocked yourself when you first got on the ice. As, Hold on a minute. I'm actually okay at this. Like, there's some people that go on there where that is just not going to happen. Whereas yeah. with you, it was a bit like, okay, maybe there's an actual ability here to be able to skate. 
Well, when I first started training, because you, you never really get to see any of the training part, you sort of do it for six months before the show even really? starts. So when you first started training, I remember I genuinely phoned my manager up after a couple of sessions and was just like, I don't think we've made the right decision here. Like, I don't think I'm actually going to be able to do this show. No, just, just because it was, I mean... I don't do a lot of exercise. I mean, you can probably tell looking at me, but I, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't. I was puffed out at the end of a session. <laughs> I was like, you know, Angela, who was my partner, was trying to teach me stuff. And I was just like, I'm not getting it. Like, I'm not a quick learner when it comes to stuff like that. But eventually it just all clicked. And yeah, I, I don't know. It felt all right. How much do you remember about the moment where it did click? Where you suddenly, this is working? I think the moment it clicked was when you start learning a routine because like for however many months before they start teaching you this really like basic stuff like oh, this is called a three turn and you're like great and it's basically where your blade turns on a three on the ice which is pretty simple stuff right um, but when you're just doing a three turn it's like the hardest thing ever when you're doing a three turn going into something else it's like oh I've got it so it was just like the moment when I first started learning my actual first routine I was like, okay, I, I think I'm all, I'm getting there now. I, I think I can do this. So, yeah, but I did have a lot of months to learn my first dance. Then he won it. Uh, well, Connor, you know Sonny from outside of all of this. Be honest. Did, did you vote for him? I did vote for him, yeah. I good. actually messaged him during Dancing on Ice as well, and I said, did, good luck. Yeah. I was did, like, good did he luck. get back to you? Uh, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, well he did. done. Oh, he's, he's not one of those Dancing on Ice people where he's like, that's it now. Well, what other Dancing on Ice people are like that? Oh, oh, here we go then. <laughs> Who are we dropping in here, eh? Mark, give us your first fact of the podcast. In the year 2000, due to a clerical error, the state of Missouri assumed a man called Mike Anderson was in prison, serving 13 years for armed robbery. They began preparing for his release. Turned out, forgotten to ever jail him. He was just living a free life. So he wasn't meant to be in prison. He was meant to be in prison. They just entirely forgot to ever put him there. I want to say result, but then also want to say... That's the wrong thing, so not a result. Do you know what he did? Yeah, so he was arrested for going into a Burger King and robbing them for $2,000. Oh. And uh, and basically, he he got convicted and then he got bailed because he had an appeal. The appeal failed. And then somehow, Missouri police just forgot to then go and throw him in jail. 13 years later, they go, oh, this guy's sentence is up. We should go let him out. Turns out he's never there. Didn't even notice he was there. Nope, didn't even notice. Didn't even know he wasn't there. So then after 13 years, they finally go and re-arrest him and go, oi, mate, off to jail. Uh, wow. It's surprising that it's in Missouri as well. Missouri is one of the states of America where they, you imagine they take policing quite hard. That They're on the hard line of policing and that they just let people free is pretty, pretty chilled. Well, I don't think they deliberately let him free. I think it was one of those where they went, you got him right. No, I thought you got him. No, I thought ah. you got him. <laughs> it just oh, turned out. I, I mean, mean, it got to the ridiculous point where... So this was in 2002, he was meant to be in jail. In 2004, there was another appeal that went through. So this is two years after he's meant to have been in jail. On this appeal, it states that he very clearly lives at this home address, that he has a job, that he's doing all of this. Didn't even notice. Would your life not just be ang- like anxiety? Yeah. You'd look out the window, wouldn't you, and go, oh, is he for me? I'd literally, me. I'd be walking on eggshells 24-7. But thinking, you get to the point, if you're nicking two grand from a Burger King, I think you get to the point where you're pretty no sh- about this kind of thing. Armed robbery as well, yeah. So what, he's 14 years he was looking uh, at? Yeah, 13 years he was meant to be there. So does he have to spend 13 more years? So he then went back to jail for a year, but during this point it got quite controversial because the, guard, because the victim, the person he robbed at Burger King, went... 
Spencer Eniers, don't chuck him in jail. So this then became a huge national thing. He spent just under a year in jail before they just went, all right, mate. Wow. Just you want to say, life. yeah, result. You want to say result for him, but you also want to say, hmm, arm robbery, probably should be doing some time and, and, and learning his lesson, you know? But hey, if the victim's okay with it, I guess. Interesting that he picked a Burger King as well. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm committing arm robbery, it's not my first port of call. Who's, who's robbing Burger King? Nah. If you're, mate, you're so right. If you're taking it upon yourself to take, get a gun, commit crime, mm. you probably do like a bank with millions of pounds, wouldn't you, than a Burger King? Would you not? Well, I'm not going through all the effort for two grand. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not <laughs> staggeringly wealthy, but come on. You're yeah. assuming that he didn't get a, like a Whopper meal after. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he went in for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, yeah. I mean, they're pricey. Pricey they are pricey. all the fast foods. They are. Yeah, they are. Um, how, how do you reckon, Sonny, you would fare in prison? Awful. Yeah? Yeah, I think, I think I'd be afraid to drop soap. <laughs> I don't think that happens, you know. <laughs> I don't reckon it happens. Oh, it's got to. Oh, it's, yeah. it's got to. I don't. Come no. on. Because. <laughs> Stop living your sheltered life. Come on. But you've got to think the amount of people that are in prison who are terrified of dropping the soap means who is actually the one that's excited when they are dropping the soap? It's quite incredible, really, as well. Like, in this day and age, you can avoid prison. They, w- they would rather you avoid prison because of the amount of people that are actually in prison. Getting so, on his soapbox, isn't he? Well, that's oh, they, all, they all have PlayStations and cinemas no, in prison, g- Connor. That's g- what I hear. Genuinely, genuinely. You're they live in a five-star mansion there. That's right, what I hear. On that, they do have PlayStations <laughs> in prison. Why have they got no squeezy Radox? Why are they dropping soap? <laughs> Why do they have shower yeah. gel? Exactly. Yeah. No no soap dropping. Yeah, at least get those hotel things where it's on the wall. You've got to push Great. up against it. Yeah, fill well, them up. How do you know that they don't? I don't. Right, what, so let's go on hobby scope. Let's have a look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sonny, go on then. Give us your first fact of the show. Okay, well, my first fact. They, these are short ones compared to yours because you've got a lot of description behind them. <laughs> but um, I recently learned a fact that I think will go down well in a pub quiz, and it was go from Tom Daly that obviously won gold at the Olympics, and he brought his medal in after an interview, and he was like, "Oh, you can have a look look at the medal." So I sort of had a feel of it. I thought, "What?" quite a hefty weight that looked at it and it was like oh that's um that's nike on there and i was like well, what do you mean what the nike tick he went no nike is the goddess of victory the greek goddess of victory ah that's why it was named nike so that's why oh, it was yeah. named nike yeah. so how about that for a pub quiz joe's good about it as well joe's good about the fact He's actually met the guy. Yeah, it's experience, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. About to say, yeah. we'll get someone in to clean up the name dropping. Here, here I am. <laughs> no, I've got another one coming. So. No, I'm, <laughs> I've got unlimited tabs. I'm just like trying to find out anything for you to question me on. With this one, you guys have got nothing because he actually met him. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very little. Yeah, but I can't ask, in fairness, no, I can't ask Sonny anything more about Nike. I don't know much there about you go. Nike. Well, there you go. Is it the, me- the medal <laughs> this year, I think, was, reci- was it, it was recycled, I think, this year. Well, the, apparently the- so, but I, I assumed it was going to be recycled what plastic? But it was full on. Well, I think they recycled it from old mobile, mobile phones, phone. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. That's they, it. they took like the gold and the silver that was used in microchips and took that. Um, heavy, heavy old bastard. It was a heavy thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was with holding Tom Daly. And then obviously, <laughs> once I mean, you... was it a moment as well? Obviously, you admitted earlier that you're not much of an exerciser. So when you held it, were you like, wow, this is through <clears> sport. <throat> this is through exercise. Yeah, it was a weird thing where actually you watch so much Olympics on TV. I've never, I don't think I've ever met an Olympian with a medal. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that actually just carries around a medal. It was one of those things where I was like, I remember when you won that because I was at work while we were watching it and I was proud then, but I'm I'm holding this thing now. Like, I'm actually really proud. For them as well, you think, like, Tom Daly, you know, globally he's known now, a huge fame. For, for, for somebody like him, that's probably the biggest, his biggest thing. That yeah, one huge. medal, you know, the books, the fame, the everything, the shows, anything can... It, that one medal will be the moment, won't it, for him? Amazing. 
Was there a bit of you though that went, yeah, my dancing on ice trophy's bigger though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is bigger. I've yeah. got a bigger one than Tom Daly for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, and it also, it's not just any Olympian, we'll, we'll, is it? We'll clip that. <laughs> it's not just any Olympian, it is Tom Daly. It like, I've Tom met Daly. Olympians before who have got, these people you've never heard of, who yeah. do like, like skeet and stuff like that, and they get bronze and silvers, and I've met those. Uh, but Tom Daly shooting. Uh, skeet? <laughs> sounded like a sandwich. I thought you skiing. I was yeah, like, oh, that's right. cool. I was very happy that, <laughs> I was very happy that he won the gold, because... And I like, come on, you can't have a go at Tom Daly. But do you remember in the 2012 Olympics when he won bronze and, yeah. and ju- du- jumped in the pool and made it all about him? Do you remember this? Wasn't happy. Yeah. I was not happy with that. So. Uh, yeah, I can, I can imagine you just be like, come on, mate. <laughs> I wasn't happy. It's only bronze. Well, listen, he's got this book out right at the moment. This is why he's doing all these interviews. And his name is now in gold. And I went, be honest, if you weren't getting gold, it, was, it wouldn't be in gold, would it? He went, no, it's going to be in silver. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy with I was like, that. Fair play. Right, my first fact of the show. Uh, so James Michael Tyler was the actor that played... Modern Family. Uh, n- nope. Uh, no, the actor who played Gunther, who at, at, on the day of recording, oh. sadly died yesterday. Uh, he was the barista in Friends. Uh, and he was originally only meant to be an extra, but he carried on because he was the only person there who knew how to work the espresso machine. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. The and only reason he got that gig... You're in was because he knew how to work the espresso machine. And realistically as well, looking at the cast, looking at the Friends Reunion, probably the biggest star outside of the main group. Yeah, him, big time. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, most iconic as well. It's quite interesting as well on the Friends Reunion with him. They zoomed into his house. I'm not saying that you're basing the one room and his backdrop on the house, but he just looked like he was living a very average life, a very normal life, like doesn't, because I don't think he'd done anything else off the back of Friends, really, didn't he? Well, it's one of those things that, weirdly, he probably could have lived out on it for life. Well, it's interesting. He had a master's in fine arts acting, though. So, like, you've got you've gone onto this job. I don't know how long his role was meant to be. Mm. Uh, thinking, oh, you know, it might be my big break. I've done all my training. And what what's he get it for? The fact he can switch on an espresso machine. By the way, which is not the hardest uh, machine to work. But finally, mm. all these actors who are going to L.A. and Hollywood to try and break it and ending up working in coffee houses pays off. It does. Yeah. You're right. You're Favorite really right. Friends moment? Do you know what? I'm gonna throw a clanger in here. You've never seen. Not that, a massive Friends fan. Oh, yeah. I, like, I get it. I understand it. Growing up, my parents used to watch it and love it. I just always never really was interested in it, other than um, Jennifer Aniston, who was my first celebrity crush. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, she's still my crush now. Yeah. In- incredible hair on the girl. Beautiful hair. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the last yeah, thing I look that at. That is how hair goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those of you listening, I'm doing, I'm doing her hair with my hands. It's currently mime hair well. coming out of her head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's that controversial an opinion anymore. People will say it's not aged well. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it gets a lot of sort of bad reaction anytime I do say it, because I think it's a religion to some people, isn't it? Well, it literally is. It definitely is to my mum. She's box set central. Yeah, she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, give us your second fact of the show. Elvis had a twin. What? No, he's, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Elvis had a twin. 35 minutes before Elvis Presley was born, his mother gave birth to a stillborn identical oh, twin. Oh, Connor. What? Hold on, hold on. Throughout his life, Presley believed his brother was a spiritual guide, referring to him as his original bodyguard and put a lot of his success down to that moment. Look, mate, 
you know what this podcast is? This podcast is we bring facts. Yeah. I know I've just done one about Gunther yeah. and we have a laugh with it. We, yeah. we, we, we joke. What, what can we possibly do with that? Well, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. You don't know. I'll be honest with you. I only had one fact and on the way in here, I needed to find one quickly. Oh, there we go. So That's I found it. Elvis has a twin and then copy and pasted it. And as I've just read Stillborn, I've realised <laughs> oh, there was a Stillborn oh. twin. I never knew that uh. until this very moment in time. Oh, he's put really... himself on the line for us here. He's coming in. This really is what we do down to the him. tone you have. Yeah, we've, we've got him. We've got him for an hour as well. Have We're you? almost done. <laughs> I can. I can only apologize. I mean, it's my mistake as much as everybody else's here. Well, it's still good to know. Yeah. It's awkward, if it? I was, because my initial thought before we found out, I was thinking, if you were Elvis's twin, that's a right old racket in it. I'd be. I'd be. Being an Elvis tribute act, I'd yeah. be all over the world being like the spit of it. Elvis. I think it's quite well, that's what Tom Hanks's brother does, doesn't it? Tom he does Hanks, the voice. Tom Hanks's brother does all the voice, does the voices that Tom Hanks this. doesn't want to do. No, we spoke about this on the so, podcast. So Tom Hanks does Toy Story, but when yeah. he can't be bothered or he's busy, his brother steps in. Yes, yeah, so like right. the Toy Story video games or the toys or anything like that. That's his brother. Any wow. role that Tom Hanks does, his brother does the voices for the extra bits. So forget what you heard about the, the El- good bit Elvis. of this. The good remember bit. that about Tom Hanks. Well, still technically, Elvis did have a twin. Absolutely. Technically. So that's, that's no, a fact so I'm not, to I'm, yeah. Look. Just ignore the, the other depressing the other bit. bit. I'm yeah. not having a go at the, the, the fact that he had a twin. I am slightly disgruntled that the fact has been brought to the show. I think it's nice. I think the nice bit of it, though, is the fact that he believed that the brother was a spiritual guide, original bodyguard, and put a lot of his success down to that moment. And kind of he leads him through his success. That's quite a nice fact. I like that. He spoke about it in interviews. Mum's The Word is a brand new parenting podcast hosted by me, Ashley James. Pregnancy, piles and all the other problems that come with parenting, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Join me each week on my journey through motherhood as we celebrate the amazing highs as well as the lows. As it's my first time, we'll have celebrities, experts and hopefully you guys too who will help me figure out what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. Find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search Mum's The Word. Uh, Mark, give us your um, give us your second fact to the show, please. The longest. <laughs> please bring out the tone a bit. Jeez. The longest word in Icelandic is sixty-four letters long, but for most people, it would be a full sentence. So I was going to try and pronounce it, but I can't. So instead, it sounds like this. You see, right? I've, we've had facts like this is f- honestly. What's wrong with it? What's the f- point? What? Is there What's a language the they point in these long words? So we've had so, it before. This is absolute, <laughs> mate. Just make it simple. <laughs> we dumb. So, so this is the thing. So this is why this is why I knew that you would hate it. So in Icelandic, they will just shove words together. So it's sixty-four letters long, but it's actually just a collection of words. What it actually means is it's a specific keyring to the tall workshed in the roadworks in Vadlaheloy which is a mountain road in in North Iceland. Really? So because for most people, fantastic. that would be a full sentence to say, oh, have you got the key for the shed, for the mountain works, for the road works? But in Icelandic, one single word, 64 letters. Genius. That's, that's genius. Because you don't, I don't need to explain to you now what it is, as I'm, in about where, where the key is for this thing you know because of the word. I want to tell you right now. What? Me and Sonny are on the complete opposite side of the fence to you two. I can say, <laughs> I can say that without him even answering it. <laughs> Genuinely. <clears throat> What do you reckon on that then? It's a word, yeah. Yeah. But it's a long word that's a sentence. So you could still say But do you not find look, you're in you're in showbiz. Do you not find the joy in just the the, the, the fun of this, in the, the randomness of this? How many people are saying that? 
how, how many what? people need the key ring to the shed in there? Well, there's only 300,000 people in Iceland. Right, or something so how like many that. people are saying it? One. <laughs> well, yes. Maybe five. <laughs> At least everyone knows what he does. So right. some geezer's gone, I've made up a word today. Do you know what it is? And it's that. Vaðla heiða vega vinnu verkvara geimsnu skúra úti dyra litla kittu hringu. I am all over that. Hang on, someone was even laughing in the background. It was yeah, a yeah. laughing or it was a goat. It was, no, it was actually a goat. <laughs> Genuinely, right, right. it was a goat. The video I got that from, for some reason, he's just holding a goat. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course he's holding a goat. What else is he going to be holding while he's saying a word like that? So what does it mean again, putting the key ring so, on so the... So it means, so it is a specific key ring to the tall work shed for the roadworks of Vadlaheadloy, which is a mountain road in North Iceland. So effectively, it's a word... It's like you, there being a word in the English language for your front door key. It's PR. Yeah, well, it's working. <laughs> and I am happy for that. It's PR. What, Look, where's the country? If, if Iceland... <laughs> where's the country? It's Iceland. Iceland, right. But what are they on the map for? Uh, what? Oh, no. This what, what, do you mean? what do you mean what they're on the map for? Because they've been found as a country. That's why they're on the map. Yeah, no, but I think they were maybe like, you know, a little while going through a little bit of a rough patch. We need to do something crazy. We need to like be in the press, you know, do this sort of stuff. But this, 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 is, this is what they've done. Global news. Oh, we need to get in the baffled podcast. So let's make a word that's 64 letters long. Where did you get it from? Well, like, I learned that from an Icelandic person. Oh. When I was in Iceland, which, by the way, I didn't. I, that wasn't the reason I went to Iceland. Oh, I didn't go. Where shall I go? Oh, there's this on. place at 64. Because you've just come back from holiday. Yeah. Have, so, yeah. what questions are you asking random Icelandic people to get these answers? How to get, how to get into that? Yeah. How to get into the I, tool I, shop? I wanted in to the know road. where the key ring was for the tool workshed and the roadworks of Adlerhoy, which is a mountain road in North Iceland. That's fair enough. Now you can't question him because he's been there. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. This is really not my type <laughs> of fact. But okay, I did just produce Elvis as a twin, and that all went downhill. So okay. More than downhill that one. <laughs> Sonny, give us your last fact, bro. Right. Did you know Wharf, like Canary Wharf, mm. actually stands for something? What? Any guesses to what it could be? Mm. As in, like, it stands for W. So word again, yeah, yeah. W-H-A-R-F. Ooh. Oh, I was about to call it like, Wharf or Dow or something. Um, I don't know. I'm very excited. I learned the other day that, that the Canary Wharf is because we would trade to the Canary Islands from there. I didn't know that. There you go. Double fact for you. Know. But I'm very, I don't know what the wharf stands for, so I'm very excited to find out. I'm very excited too, Dan. Well, you don't sound that excited. <laughs> Seriously, no. Come on, man. Very it's excited, better than I'm your really clang excited. What is wrong with you today? No, nothing. No, You're no, in a proper grump today. Nothing's wrong with me, but I'm not like, excited about we've got, it. We've I'm, got just, I'm just sunny happy to hear We've it. got Sunny Joe off the telly. He's your mate. Come <laughs> on, here. Yeah, but it's being excited. Have respect. You brought us two of the most downing facts in the world. You're having a go at this poor Icelandic chap who's trying to find his key ring. You're having a go at TV, Sunny J. Okay, come on then. Right, what right. is it? What does it well, mean? You probably always wondered why it's by some water, yeah. river, maybe. Mm, yeah. It's warehouse at Riverfront. Oh. Have you done this one on the podcast? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> All right. No, he's just trying to out the big I am because you're here today. Warehouse That's why. in Riverfront. At, at, at Riverfront. At Riverfront. BA is the clue. It's what's amazing is that I'm annoyed that I didn't figure it out. I know. It's like, oh, of course. Warehouse yeah. at Riverfront. Yeah, but you'd have been there for hours trying to guess that. I didn't even know it stood for something. So, like, the fact that now we all know, we can take that into... Are you writing that down? Yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, take, you take that. You let someone else know. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely will. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like it's, it. When I leave here, the first thing I'll do is text my, text my best mate that. Okay. That's that's the... Got your poor best mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, in fairness, we do often say that the, the, like, the sign of a good fact is that you will remember it and you will tell others. Fantastic. Have you noticed... 
Sonny has not looked at his phone once since he's been in here. Yeah, but to be fair... He has just reeled both yeah, of these you do this every week. top of his head. You do this every week. These are just my faves. And to be fair, one was that he met Tom Daly and the other's five words. Yeah, like, was, yeah. in fairness to Warehouse. you. I don't put them down. Well, I, know, I think they're great. <laughs> First what I mean is, time coming on. I think they're great. I just don't think you need an essay for it. No, That's what right. I'm saying. I didn't have an essay. That's the last time I'm coming on. Cheers, then. <laughs> Warehouse, what? Warehouse at, at Riverfront. Riverfront. Isn't Warehouse one word? Well, be... But it, maybe, but it doesn't matter, does it? Let's go back to your fact. No, we, we can't, we can't let's, go back. <laughs> let's not bring that up anymore. Let's we, go back to that little clangy you had. No, <laughs> on, I really want to go in depth on this let's one. Let's go now. back on to that. <laughs> let's, start, on. let's start digging. <laughs> Warehouse at Riverfront. My only scepticism is it might be one of those backronyms where they've invented it afterwards. Do you think? Yeah. Is there a warehouse at Riverfront? Well, that's what wharfs are, as in they were, they were a place where you would keep stocks to go out and trade with. Right, okay. Well. I said, I'm not... Look, if it's true, next level, one of the best facts we've ever done. Have you Googled it? No. Okay. You, you, you'd be up for a Nigel. He will, a Nigel Award. He will do. Yeah, sure, I will Google it, yeah. yeah Google but it. you'd be up for a Nigel. So the Nigel Awards, welcome along. You're part of it now. Am I? He's at the end of every year. We yeah. do the Nigel Awards, which are the official Baffled Awards. Best okay. facts. It's kind of like the fact. Oscars, but rather than Oscar, it's Nigel. Nigel, yeah. Okay, great. Suggestion from listener. I like it, yeah. All right, last fact of the show. The most distant object we've seen in the solar system, stay with me, Connor, stay with me, is called Far, Far Out. The, the most distant object before that was called Just Far Out. And the one before that was just called Out? I, no, but that's not what they say, no. So, so uh, Far, Far Out is 132 times the distance between the Earth and the Sun. Right. So the distance between Earth and the Sun is 132 times that. So it's miles away. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Far, Far Out, which beats the previous record holder, Far Out. There you go. It's, it's a rock that orbits Pluto. Finally, Connor, it's a scientist doing something logical for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's lots of facts that we've done that are based on science. And it's a bit like, oh. I really enjoy that every time you say science on this podcast, you have to do the air quotes. Yeah. Science. science. As, if sci- as if you sit here not believing in science. Okay, so this, for example, if this was like a normal guy that named this and it wasn't well, a it scientist... Like it is, <laughs> you, you'd probably be like, it's nonsense. But because it's science, it's enjoyable more. What, what I really enjoy is that these are like proper professionals who their their living is looking at the stars, trying to find these things, and they finally find it and they give it an utter nonsense name. You see, far, I enjoy, far out. I enjoy this fact though because it's on my level. Instead of this big name or something confusing, far, far out. That is what that star is to me. Well, you, but you just had to go with that Icelandic word, which is exactly what it is to the Icelandic people. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but we we could get a name for this one. We could make up our own name for this one. Because yeah, this is we we kind of need the the spaceship that would take us to the the road. With a key ring to get us far, far out. There we go. Is, is there a is there a word for it? Well, maybe bloody Trek star, bloody <laughs> nightmare star, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of admin star. It's far away, isn't it? Hard work. It's far, far away. Far, far away. Yeah. Far, far out. Yeah. Cheers, Dan. No they're worries. They're looking for more. I think they are looking for more. Yeah. But there could potentially be a far, far, far out. But this is the point. At least they've set the pattern. You know. Yeah. yeah. They've well, set. It's quite, quite easy for the next person. Yeah. Well, that is it for this week's episode of Baffled. What have we learned? Well, you cannot download a game from the radio. You simply cannot. Also, Sonny's favourite number is 13, bafflingly. And if you are looking for the key ring to the tool work shed in the roadworks of Valda Headley, which is a mountain road in North Iceland, uh, ask Connor. He's very, very excited. He knows. <laughs> um, give us a follow on our socials. We are at BaffledPod there. It's info at BaffledPod.com. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. 
See you later. Uh, thanks so much to Sonny J for coming on. Thanks for having me. Any new reality TV show? It's the season. Are you thinking of doing it again? Any other ones? Another show? Yeah. Jungle. Actually, you never know. Jungle. Jungle. It's always got to be the jungle for me. I'd have to do that. Yeah, that'd be a good one to do. One day. Would you prefer to do it in, in Australia? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Get at least a little holiday out of it. And then you want to go out first, so you get like three weeks in a five-star Stay hotel. Stay in a Versace hotel, yeah. There you go. Uh, a little fact into Sunny's <laughs> calendar for you. We'll see you soon. Give us a follow. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.